Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, Pep's never been so happy to lose. Liverpool score another hatful and the Sheriffs shot down Madrid. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday, the 29th of September. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Dushan Hunter-Raja. Match week two in the Champions League and we have already seen some Absolutely brilliant matches. Last night was no different. One of the biggest Champions League upsets in history was mm. Sheriff beating Madrid. We'll come on to that a little bit later. What a match week. I, what a match week. <laughs> you know, do you not like that match week? I, I just, it just sticks out every time, doesn't it? It's a thing. Are you calling me a football wanker by calling it match week? <laughs> I just said match week. <laughs> it's very industry talk, isn't it? Is it? It's very TV Have industry. Been very TV it's very, there? Yeah, it's very PLP. Well, I'm sorry for being a TV presenter. <laughs> <laughs> How are you both? It's been a while, Vish. We've not been in this room together for a while. I know, yeah. We had a lovely reunion at Selhurst Park. I was very angry for 94 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you you were very angry. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when Zaha scored the penalty, I looked over. I mean, I had to... I mean... I'd have a little taste of your disappointment and you know, it didn't um, disappoint. Yeah, you were fuming. Yeah. I just piled in the lemon drizzle, which was uh, free on offer <laughs> really? when that happened. Yeah. That's a weird buffet, lemon isn't it? Oh, one, one of the best hustles from Jules Breach. Already had a pre-match pie, wanted another pre-match pie and decided to hide it under a piece of lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> Mate, if there's three pies, I'm having two. A Trojan at least. pie. <laughs> I had to talk her out of having a pre-match pint because we we're in the press area. <laughs> there was there was beer. Is that frowned upon? What having a beer? Yeah. Why are you at a game? Press area. Working. Probably, well, you yeah. know what she's like. It's never it's never just one with her, is it? <laughs> Cocktails before long. Where'd you get that? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, um, you virgin. All right, fine. Enough about Brighton being great. Uh, we might be in the Champions League next year. We might be talking about us a bit more on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But let's talk about PSG Man City. It was yeah. the headline game last night. Didn't disappoint. Uh, despite the fact Man City lost, I thought they played really well. But PSG coming out winners 2-0. Adrissa Gay and, of course, Messi with his first goal for PSG. What a time to score it. It was just... It had everything, didn't it? It really did. And it... it... It feels a bit ominous, doesn't it? Because it's the sort of goal we've seen him score so many times. and Classic messy, that. Yeah. And it's only his second time playing in the stadium. So you feel like once him and those forwards click, and obviously him and Neymar re-clicking probably won't take very long, this might be terrifying. I'm actually a bit concerned that this might be the year where they just have too much for everyone else in Europe. You like reckon? Adding Messi and Donnarumma as well, in particular. Mm. Made some great saves, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He, um, 
he is a real game changer. And, you know, like, ugh, it feels like we're fighting. It feels like everyone's fighting the tide of PSG eventually getting their first Champions League win. And it looks ominously inevitable at the moment. Just some of the football on show, though. I mean, it was just... I mean, there were so many star players out there that I don't know why I expected anything else, but just some of the flair. I mean, Neymar just up to his usual tricks. Yeah. And then when Foden came on in the second half, he did this ridiculous little pirouette, like just a minute after he'd been on, uh, the, on the edge of I his mean, box it, it was to just, clear the ball. It was yeah. Insane. Like just the skill on show, the, the way they passed the ball, both teams, it was so quick. I almost couldn't keep up. Like if yeah. I looked away to grab my cup of tea, I was like, what? Hang on a minute. They're on the other end of the pitch now already. Yeah. But yeah. It was insane. It's funny though because did you not find Messi's goal was I don't know it, it was a reminder of of football rather than I suppose like how those two teams have made up you know what so there was like over a billion you know pounds worth of talent on that two pitch. billion I think was it total, two billion yeah fucking hell <laughs> I mean, that is come mental. on bitch double it yeah um so you know there was. You know the players on the pitch could literally wipe out world poverty, <laughs> but yeah. but and and you know I'm I'm being flippant there, but obviously because of what those two teams have done, there's been an element of people losing a bit of faith in modern football. So for Messi to score that goal in the way he did, like a bit of old school Messi, it was I don't know, it brought a bit of the human side to the fore. Yeah, and also just a reminder because I, I suppose there'd be a bit of a worry that he goes to PSG and he becomes like a a bit of a Harlem Globetrotter where yeah. it's just like, he's just wheeled out as this like celebrity almost. Yeah. Um, and then, but to know he still has it. And I don't think we really doubted that, but I suppose, you know, as each week goes by and you're not really sure how he is. And but yeah, no, it was, it was a remarkable game. I really like the fact that PSG basically won that game because Messi and Mbappe and Neymar did everything in the opposition half and didn't even bother coming back to defend. Mm -hmm. They kind of left it to the other eight. And I realise it's probably a bit too on the nose for us in this show to talk about three people dicking about and not having to worry about the hard work <laughs> that goes on beyond us. But um, it, it worked, didn't it? Like, yeah. you know, Donnarumma was brilliant. Marquinhos was brilliant. Um, Hakimi, again. Verratti. Just, yeah, Verratti yeah. Oh was God. one of a kind. Yeah. Verratti is like a couple of players at once, isn't yeah. it? When you get someone like just a... a and he's so little. As well. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... He is like... I mean, Pep Guardiola said after the game, he's like, I am in love with him because he's Pep and he, and he just goes into these little reveries that we love so much. I don't um, think I've ever seen Pep this happy to lose a game no like, he was absolutely buzzing he was just like so happy with everything and he just loves he loves Verratti he loves Messi yeah he just, you, you could just tell he was re like weirdly happy like he didn't mind that they lost but I mean that's what that's what happens when you're a football pervert like you, you don't mind losing if it's in <laughs> yeah. the right way you know there's a bit of there's an S&M to it isn't there? <laughs> yeah you get the impression if he could be anything in football it would be a football like, yeah. And that's how he'd yeah, enjoy yeah. the game the most, just being kicked around. Like, Treat me it, like one of your footballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, let's go back to the very <laughs> the very first goal, though, because it wasn't one of the three who you'd have expected to open the scoring for PSG. It was Idris Gay, And I can't, I feel slightly sorry for him that he that, that goal, which was, I thought, an outstanding yeah. finish. A, a roof. Slightly you you don't see roofs very no, often, do you? you don't. Roofs, roofs, roofs. Roofs. I don't know. Ooh. No, roofs. F, no V, roofs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let us know. Shoutoutfootballrum.com. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just thought it was an outstanding finish. And I feel a bit sorry that it's kind of been overshadowed by Messi. But then I suppose that's yeah. what you expect when you play in a team with Messi. But what a goal. What yeah. a goal. It's be beautiful. Um, just, just hitting it that high. 
Um, it's just just rare, isn't it? Just well, like I Bruno go Fernandes back to it being a roof. A yeah, <laughs> quite, that was too high. If anything, yeah, it was again. It's quite often in games like this, so you do get goals from unlikely sources because mm. the margins are so tight that it only takes a little bit of space opening up in an unexpected area mm. that you've got someone like that to just slam it home. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I mean, how much of a blow is this for City, do you think? They all seem pretty chilled about it, don't they? I don't think that much, really. Yeah, I think especially coming off the back of playing how they did at Stamford Bridge mm. and the fact that they're only a point behind, um, what, Brugge and, and PSG now. So yeah. it's not it's not the end of the world. And I, I, I think they can look at that game. And I think maybe a lot of people watching it, as you said, Jules, at the start, they, they were the better... I mean, they played the better football. They weren't the better team because they didn't win the game. Yeah. But they played the better football. They controlled it. They just couldn't quite, you know, eke out a really clear-cut chance. I mean, apart from Bernardo Silva. Oh my god! Yeah. Good that, lord! What, what he's on? Done. I just like. Shame. I, I can't. I still can't believe that that hasn't gone in. I mean, Sterling obviously hits the bar. Then Bernardo hits the bar from. So, I mean, it, I don't know how that doesn't go in. Yeah, and so but do you then know? I don't play football, so I can no. only go off what I'm watching, and that seems to me harder to hit the bar than it does to just hit yeah. the net. I mean, that, that sums it up. Yeah, I thought it was more skillful to hit the bar. <laughs> yeah, he did quite well. But when that's he... what it is. That's what Pep wants. Yes, like, it's oh, really... so much harder. That's a goal for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Um, you have nothing to apologise for on Twitter. But the um, So, yeah, when he goes to try and follow it up after it hits the bar um, and he claims a foul, I immediately thought it was a penalty because I was like, okay, maybe it has to be a penalty because you can't miss like that. It's, it, I think that's the classic trying to save face, though. You're like, yeah. no, oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. it's definitely definitely that was a penalty it's a foul there's a foul there because he's just like how the hell have I not scored I think it's just come at him fast right and he's just not been able to wrap his foot around it in the way he'd like so Mm. he's just kind of just kind of slashed at it as much as any Man City player can slash at things they don't really do that do they but that's like the closest you're going to get yeah um it would a different game at that point would have been really interesting um uh, this has made me quite excited for the um for the return fixture actually to see to see how City um I think that the reverse... Host PSG with, yeah. their, with their fans behind them and with the agenda set in their favour a little bit. I think the reverse fixture, you could easily see this scoreline in City's yeah. favour. I don't think that I saw anything from last night that concerns me for the game at the Etihad or concerns me going into their big game at Liverpool on the weekend either. I do think that Liverpool probably are just edging it at the moment just because yeah. of the amount of goals they're scoring. And And I think, Jim, going back to the point you made a minute ago... Does anything worry me about City? The only thing is the fact that if they did have an out-and-out striker in that team last night, they would have scored, Yeah, I mm. think. I, th- mm. I mean, obviously, it's hard to say, but you can imagine if they had Harry Kane last night that they probably would have put one or two of those chances away. Yeah, Maybe not in his current form, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm inclined to agree with that. Even just having that presence there, and if mm. you're Manchester City, the presence of that player, I suppose the calibre of that player is going to be so much greater than... You know, than just assuming the, that the you literally have... no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, there was it. I don't think they're going to be governed by that as much. But you, you do think, you know, we always talk about have City, or you know, we've spoken about have City missed the trick by not obviously not just not getting Harry Kane, but not getting anyone to replace Aguero, especially the way that Gabriel Jesus seems to be like. 
I'm a winger on now. On the periphery of everything, yeah. 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 He's, almost, he's almost doing it to fit in. Yeah. He's changing for someone else, and you should never change for other people. Never change. Yeah. Be true to yourself, Gabriel. Be true yeah. to yourself, Jesus. Well, he came on in the 78th minute, didn't he? And by that point, I mean, it's so hard to get back into the game because by that point, um, Messi had already scored. They were already 2-0 up. Uh, by the way, I like to see that um, Messi was doing his bit for the team as well. He did the whole lying on the ground behind the, the wall. The draft excluder. Yeah. Most expensive Draft excluder in the history <laughs> yeah, of draft. Uh, yeah. Did you hear Rio Ferdinand's comments on that as well? He said uh, he would lay down for him if he was in the team. That uh, can be read a number of ways. <laughs> Slightly weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a good place to be, I think. I think I think it's quite underrated because you don't want to get hit in the face. No. And no one likes that. You could get hit in the face lying down there. No, you couldn't because you look the other way, Oh, don't yeah, you? you look the other way, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'd I, face I, it. I'd face it. I'd lie on the floor facing it. Why would you do like, that? Come, come on, bring it. <laughs> Trying it. You'd like go them between someone's legs. <laughs> I th- th- you what do would you a... rather? Hit Messi in the face from a free kick, or hit him in the ass, or go for goal? I'd rather hit him in the face just for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, if he's facing you, you might as well go for it. It's a meme yeah. game now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you know. If Zaha was lying on the floor once. behind, you'd kick him in the face, <laughs> wouldn't you? You'd run up, <laughs> give him a boot. It's, it's a weird thing. If you are the draft excluded guy. And you, your team concedes. Like, when do you get up? Do you know what I mean? Because you're going to be a little bit deflated, aren't you? You're going to have a little moment of like, oh, I've conceded now. It's really annoying. Got to get up at some point, but oh, I feel a bit flat. <laughs> I just find that it's a weird situation for a player to be put in. Do people help you up, do you reckon? Maybe. Yeah, I'd it's hope like so. get up. This is embarrassing. No, it's no, no. Right. I mean, I like, just like lift you. <laughs> I would hope someone would, because yeah. it's quite hard to get up on your own. From lying down flat. For, from, for a professional footballer. <laughs> They're not turtles. <laughs> Help! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, let's move on because that was a great match. Uh, good win. Um, oh, actually, last point on PSG. From what you saw last night, have, have either of you changed your mind on whether you think PSG can go on and win it this year? Because think the overall consensus previous to the Champions League starting is that even with Messi and the team, because defensively they can struggle a bit, that they wouldn't have enough to go all the way and win it. Any change of heart or were you already thinking they could win it? I do think they could win it, yeah. And yesterday made that kind of cemented that idea. Mm. I mean, but it changes all the time in the Champions League, doesn't it? As as you get through each round. But um, yeah, as I said earlier, sorry, as you get through each (laughs) each match week. um, (laughs) I I think it's Donnarumma as much as anything else and also just how how solid they look. in terms of having built that platform for the forwards and how effective that platform is. Like yeah. very few teams can can have a front three that don't track back. But PSG seems to have gone, well, if we if we if we're gonna do that, then we need to we need to do this and, and just strengthening and solidifying that that kind of defensive shape um looks like the best way to to do that. So I think they can absolutely go on and win it. Also I think man, you know City have got a good chance as well because they're absolute mentality monsters, aren't they? And that's they genuinely seem unfazed by having lost this, which yeah. is I'm almost more impressed by that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's almost like they realise that because they got they've been to the final, you know, they know that you know they can, I suppose, drop points in the group stages early and know that they can make up yeah. the uh, make up the difference. Yeah, uh, on PSG, I don't think I don't see anything different in their team, and I didn't see anything different in their team yesterday that suggests they're better equipped for that but the Messi goal if he can keep producing those individual bits of brilliance then those will be defining moments in the tournament and I think that I've got more faith in that coming good for them than 
I suppose, their general style of play, if that makes sense. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, from two of the favourites to win it, um, Liverpool are going about their business slightly under the radar. I mean, they're never really under the radar because they're Liverpool, but... Mm. A massive win in Portugal last night, 5-1. Salah got two, Firmino got two, um, Mane on the score sheet as well. And it was Taremi who got the goal for Porto, which was a consolation. Um, they just love scoring goals out in Porto. Yeah. Um, I mean, now across three matches there, they've scored 14 goals. I mean, I expected Liverpool to win last night. But when you talk about mentality monsters, Jim... For me, that's Liverpool. They've started yeah. this season unbelievably. They, they've got a few frailties. We saw that against Brentford, that if you pile the pressure on them, mm. then they can concede, even with Virgil van Dijk back in the team. But this Liverpool side, for me, just look like they're on another level going forward. Absolutely. And you, you're right, they're ruthless as well. It's like they've seen the goalkeeper, they've gone, he's having a bit of a day. Let's make this the worst <laughs> day of his life. Let's really, really capitalise on this. Because that was an absolute horror show of yeah. goalkeeping, wasn't yeah. it? Like, and yet he also did a few things quite well. Yeah, but, you know, like, <laughs> I think that was just a, you know, he's cost them at least two goals, like, directly. Yeah, that, you know, so, no, I mean, without, without doubt. But it, I suppose it's that thing of, like, he was he was inter interrogated so much that it didn't matter that he answered some questions truthfully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, that the, the one for Firmino. Absolutely clownish. I mean, Ian Dark and Steve McManaman were comparing it to Keystone Cops, which is a thing that commentators do all the time. They like, kept saying that. I don't that. know how many people have actually ever seen Keystone Cops. I, I certainly I haven't. I haven't, no. But it seems to be this weird Presumably touchstone. they weren't very good. No, presumably they were rubbish at being police. But yeah, it's it, I really, really felt for him while also thinking it was really funny. You must but, feel so naked. The moment where he realises he can't, like he's totally fucked up. <laughs> and he makes up the effort to sprint back. And he yeah. obviously he had to just get there before, you know, when it was too late. He couldn't just, it couldn't just roll in ahead of him. He had to have the, you know, indignity of diving for it backwards as yeah. well. But you must, yeah, you must feel so naked as a goalkeeper. Brilliant touch from Firmino to take it away from the defender and the yeah. goalkeeper, though. Yeah. Like, so much, I don't know if he's quite getting the credit he deserves for the quick thinking and the finish there. But at the same time, the defender seems to be like, why are you here? To the goalkeeper, <laughs> yeah. which is my absolute <laughs> highlight of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite amazing. Um, Sadio Mane alone in his three visits, uh, three last visits to Porto has scored five goals, eight goals in eight games for Mo Salah this season. Going forward, they just look absolutely electric. And um, when you talk about just how poor Porto were defend defensively and particularly from the goalkeeper, um, oh, just scathing words from the manager post-match. Sergio Constasau said... Um, the junior team would have done better. After this performance, we must think if these players want to have this coach. Wow. Oh, wow. Is he... That took a turn at the end, didn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like, I... Is he slagging himself yeah, off? Yeah, kind of. A bit of self-flagellation there. But I mean, it is one of those kind of soul-searching experiences though, surely. It's like after... Barcelona got smashed eight two by Bayern, and PK was like, should, "I should probably, I should probably leave. If they want me to leave, I think I will." Like, but again, though, for that to happen three times is, you know, I mean, you just banging your head against the wall at that point, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, it's the first game Porto lost all season, though, yeah. and they, you know, they were quite unlucky against Atletico Madrid in the first match week. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that seemed like a massive overreaction, but I suppose, you know, even when you watch the highlights, which are like ten minutes on BT on YouTube. I mean, it's just a battering. Yeah, just without a doubt. Yeah. And, and partially self-inflicted, but it, more in a sort of like stop it in yourself kind of way. <laughs> yeah, but but then, yeah, but I suppose Liverpool are one of the best teams at holding your hand and slapping you in the face. Exactly, it? exactly. Before we move on from the um, the Liverpool game, um, 
Is it too early to build a statue for Curtis Jones? <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon... I'll stump it, up the cash. I reckon it might look quite similar to Mo Salah's, you know, the really bad Mo Salah statue yeah, yeah, where his yeah. hands are like all gammy. Well, like, like a T-Rex. You know, yeah, have you not seen the Mo Salah statue? No, it's I haven't, really, no. It's not at Anfield, but there's a really bad Mo Salah statue. Do you know the one yeah, I'm talking it's, about? It's, it's tiny, terrible. isn't it? It it's almost looks like statue. one of those like, bobblehead like figures you used to get in the yeah, 90s. It does. Like, it's really, Massive really head, strange. Huge hair. And yeah, I mean, I just don't think footballer statues ever look quite right. No. I yeah, think... but I can change that. Really? Do you yeah, I'll put in, sculpt I'll... a good Curtis Jones? Yeah, I'll, I'll put in the manual labour. Yeah, but it, he was brilliant. Yeah. And just yeah. the idea that, like, I, I know we've, we saw him a bit last season, and then Har- but Harvey Elliott obviously started, and then have, had that terrible injury. Mm. And he just comes in and he's, yeah, like through the middle, out wide on the left as well. Obviously, yeah. Had a hand in um, two or three goals, I think it was, and yeah, he looked. He looked technically got the yeah. assist for Firmino's, didn't he? But you know, he's still yes, got to get the yeah. ball there. Yeah, no, he was he was fantastic. Really, really, just all action all over the place. And I mean, that is a sign of a really hungry player, isn't it? When they sense weakness in it in an opposition, yes. and then they use that that to assert themselves and display their confidence. He's brilliant. I think we're seeing a real balance across this Liverpool squad as well, because I think that one of the dangers you can you can have when a team have been successful, especially with, say, for example, a front three or all the attacking players, is when they all get to a certain age yeah. and then they might all start to retire or leave at the same sort of time, you then have to have a complete rebuild. It's what like we're seeing when all with... your household appliances break <laughs> at the same time, doesn't it? <laughs> Does that happen to you, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what you're seeing with Liverpool is that they've got a bunch of young players coming through that are just so talented and I think Curtis Jones is exactly that fish. Yeah, yeah. They're so talented and they they want the opportunities and they know what to do with them because I feel like another young player in that situation when Liverpool are clearly dominant or when their side are clearly dominant tries to do too much, tries to get a goal, tries Mm -hmm. to like be a bit too flashy but he was just yeah just really efficient in how brilliant he was yeah and it also made it uh, quite special as well last night that Liverpool managed to score five goals on the day that um, former England and Liverpool striker Roger Hunt passed away Uh, he was 83 and that news came through yesterday he played in every single game throughout the 1966 World Cup Liverpool's record league goal scorer with 244 goals and only second to the legend Ian Rush in the all-time scoring chart Mm. so um, really great that Liverpool managed to put five past Porto on what would have been a poignant day for a lot of Liverpool fans right we're going to take a break now when we come back more on last night's amazing Champions League games this show is sponsored by BetterHelp A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time. For you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Hey Luke, what's up? My friend Kate has invited us to watch the final this week. 
Okay. Do you know who that is? No, I've never heard that That's before. That's uh, a computerised Lionel Messi. Ah. What? Yeah. Pete's fingers Sounds all over it. No, no, no. Nothing well, it, like <laughs> him. It's nothing like him. No, because so like someone did like a basically a version, like a knockoff version of Cameo. Like the oh, pro Evo version of Cameo. Right. Where obviously they couldn't have the right, they don't have the rights to those players, but they can digitise their voice and then you could put whatever you want or buy whatever okay. you want and they could, they'd say that, yeah. Is it the same person who put the speed on Steve Bruce? It might be. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Yeah. Really inaccurate. Um, welcome back though, guys. You're listening to Football Ramble this Wednesday. It's Jules Vish and Jim here with you. And now it is a Wednesday, so it's time for Pep Talks. We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy, believe me. We are so happy. Sit down! Nobody talk! Sit down! Please! Drink water and relax! <laughs> <laughs> he said at the end of uh, the game yesterday that they're, they're not worried and they're going to drink wine and eat. Yeah. And prepare yeah. for... I love that. I love that footballers, you know, top level footballers comfort eat as well. Yeah. I'm all over that. I like it, but it's and also drink. like horrifying, isn't it? It's like, oh, you're still that good and you and you can have pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you can have pizza. I thought pizza. this came at a cost, but you are just like superhumans. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one or the other. Why are you doing both? Yeah. yeah. Um, so... As you know, on a Wednesday, we like to offer our services of advice mm. to our lovely listeners. So, Ramblers, if you have any problems, any dilemmas, it doesn't have to be football related, then please send them in to us through the usual medium of email, show at footballramble.com, <laughs> or you can tweet us at footballramble. Um, we've had a couple in. Um, <laughs> who wants to go first here? Jim, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. We've got, Riley's been in touch um, and he says, Afternoon Ramblers, I'm approaching a potentially life-changing decision in the next couple of weeks that I only have one shot at. So naturally, I thought I'd seek Pep's distinguished advice. We, mm. we will not be passing this on to Pep. <laughs> uh, I'm 17 and I've just passed my driving test. The ah. first of my group of friends. Suck it! They're going to need me for trips to the DW. It's not great timing in the middle of a petrol crisis and second-hand <laughs> car shortage, but what should I purchase for my first car? Need something cheap and cheerful. Don't talk to me about the petrol yes. crisis. So, um, Vish, you drive a Honda Jazz, don't I you? I do, yeah. And, yeah. Jules, you drive a sort of like gold-plated, like <laughs> armour-plated stretch Humvee, don't you? So very, it's very like the Batmobile. Yeah, it's like the original Batmobile, but Yeah, the bridge but reveal. Yeah. Small, small people always like big cars. That's definitely a thing. I get that from my mum. My first ever car was a Renault Clio. And I was like, I, you know what? It did me well for a good few years. That's a classic first a car. A Renault isn't it? Clio. I had a navy blue, same colour as your t shirt, Vish. Navy uh, blue. A navy blue sort of Renault Clio. I was so bad at looking after it that one day I was driving along the motorway and it just stopped. And I somehow, <laughs> that genuinely, I somehow managed to coast onto the hard shoulder. Oh, God. Thankfully. I mean, thank goodness I was all right. Um, and I called the I called my breakdown um, people, and I was like, I don't know what I've done, but like the engine won't turn on. And they got there, and they're like, your cam belt's gone. I was like, what's a cam belt? And apparently, it's something in the car that you're meant to have your car serviced after like a year. <laughs> I never had it serviced. You never had it serviced. Never had it yeah. serviced, and it, I'd had it for like three years. Well, there's your first piece of advice, Riley. <laughs> yes, Riley, make sure you get your car serviced, whatever car you do buy. So they said, hold on, they said the belt was gone, and you're like, oh, I got it right on. No, no, no. Where is the bell gone? <laughs> there is no bell. <laughs> yeah, I was just basically, I just fucked it. I didn't look after it. I've learnt my lesson now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that to be fair, you have a nice, you do have a nice motor. Um, my so my Honda Jazz, 
is very reliable. I've had it for a while. Um, it is basically a go kart because it's an automatic, <laughs> and you can like zoom around everywhere, that which I suppose fun. is the point of the car. Can you do wheelies? I haven't tried, but I reckon I could. If if I if I took a passenger, and we sat on the same side. If they sat beside <laughs> behind me in the driver's seat. I reckon we could at least go on the two wheels. Oh, nice! Like MIA video. Nice. Um, I thought hundred yards is pretty good. Yeah, hundred. I reckon, yeah, I would go I... for. I quite like the little Fiat 500, but then I don't know how tall Riley is. Riley might be like... All the better. If you are tall, get the Fiat 500. Really? Yeah. Get a little tiny car. Yeah. No, but then that, you look weird if you're a big man getting out of yeah, the but we don't. Car. Yeah, but it's not our problem. We just look funny. Yeah. We can laugh yeah, at him, true. can't we? Yeah, get a smart... Fine. If you're massive, get a smart car. <laughs> it's good for parking. That's my advice. Yeah, exactly. Right? Jim, do you drive? I, I don't do know not if I drive. know about your driving No, I don't abilities. leave London if I can help it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't drive. <laughs> don't like it out there. <laughs> no driving for you. Vish, what else have we got? Uh, so yeah, we have a um, what a request for some advice from our very own Kate Mason, mm. who has been slumming it in Malibu over the weekend as part of a little triathlon thing. She's got new friends now. Oh yeah, yeah she does. And she me. asked us of uh, well, basically she's asked us for some advice on dealing with jet lag. Um, now I'm I'm adding the dealing with there because I think she preempted this as a problem. And she's only just asked for advice. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's funny that her new friends can't help her with this. Yeah. Given that they travel around the world so much. <laughs> maybe she's too embarrassed to ask. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So yeah. she's come crawling back to us. Like they're so good at, if they're so good at running, biking and swimming, you know. <laughs> I've already helped Mace out. Yeah. She was meant to be here today. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, she's really, really so that she can have a, now. So she can have a lion and get herself sorted. So I think she's back tomorrow. So, you yeah. know, I sorted her out. I've, I've already helped you out, Mace. Like, what more do you want from me? <laughs> what more do you want? You want my advice as well? You've already had a lion, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that, Kate. Deal with it. I mean, it's just nice. I hate jet lag, it? though. It's the worst. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Do you, do you not have to time, like, you either like adjust your body clock in advance um, yeah. to deal with it a bit mm. uh, and then you can ease your way back into it when you when you get back to your normal routine or just like strategically bang sleeping tablets on a, on the plane well i'm scared of sleeping tablets don't know why i just don't like don't like the look of them or the idea of they do them. make you feel groggy when yeah, you wake I just up feel yeah like i'm just they worry me so um i my advice is from previous experiences of terrible jet lag there's fuck all you can do about it <laughs> <laughs> you just literally have to just sleep and catch up on it and Four or five days, you'll be you'll be right yeah. as rain. Four or again. five days, yeah. No, no, How no. How long no, do you no, want? No. Longer? I've, no, no, no. It takes oh, me. Less. It takes me far less. Yeah. When I came back from Tokyo, oh, I was right so the next. Great. I was right the next day. What? Coming back from you're an I, animal. But the thing, the, what's what, the secret then? Okay, so what you need to do is basically on the day you travel, you need to to an extent adjust to the time zone you're going to. Yeah. So if you've got a flight that's arriving in the back in the UK in the morning, yeah. You sleep, don't you? No problem sleeping through your flight. If you're arriving later on in the day... Yeah, but then... it's not that easy to just sleep on the plane, is no, it? I've, Unless you're it, riding first class. I've taken <laughs> sleeping tablets on a plane and it's still not been enough before. Really? Um, Kate, get well soon. I hope you feel... I mean, it's not really... You've changed your tune. Wake the fuck nice. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually texted me this morning already, so I know she's fine. Um, anyways, um, one other thing... Um, that I think I should get both of your advice on here, boys, is did you hear about the situation with the non-league club, club AFC filed? Now, some of their academy players have basically been reported to the police after they soaked a family with water pistols. Now, I, I, look, look, I just, I just want to know your, what you think about this because if you're that family and a bunch of academy footballers 
have decided to have a bit of a laugh and basically just, you know, shoot you with a water gun. Are you going to the police? I mean, what would it, you do? It sounds a bit like a hit, doesn't it? That they've like targeted one family. <laughs> I feel like it sounds very humorless, doesn't it? But if like they did that to my mum and my dad and brother, would I'd be you... like, whoa! <laughs> it's, so, it's suddenly way more personal, isn't it? It gets... We get you back up a little bit. We don't really know the ins and outs of this story. We've been trying to find out a bit more. All we know is that this non-league side have banned their academy players after they did this, after it was reported. Yeah, we don't know what was in the water pistol as well. Uh, yeah. We don't know it was water. Could, as be, far as I'm could be piss. What would you put oh. in there? What would you put in there if you were if you were going around? Vodka if I'm going people? to a festival. <laughs> so you drink it out of a water pistol. Yeah. It's a good way to sneak in some alcohol. True. I think I go with Advocar. How how would that, sorry? How would that be a good way to? How are you justifying bringing a water gun into a a gun shaped object into a festival? <laughs> Did you know that uh, since COVID, there have been people like young like teenagers going out to like bars and like nightclubs that have been emptying their hand sanitizer containers and putting oh, like vodka wow. in it? Oh yeah, so Makes that sense. like you can put it in your drink and. So not uh, pay for the vodka. So at some cricket at some cricket grounds, you're allowed to take in a certain amount of booze. So like at oh. Lords, for example, it's like you can bring in a bottle of wine or like a six pack, basically between two people. Maybe it's just four beers. You've never had a six pack, Vish. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one of those. We've all um, got them. They're just buried. <laughs> but um, there was uh, there was a great video doing the rounds. Of the, they're a bit more strict to certain grounds, and someone. Um, <laughs> Someone took a loaf of bread in that they <laughs> cut and hollowed out and put uh, stuck in like a bottle of rum. What? Yeah. That is so sensational. They, his mate filmed him kind of opening it up and like taking oh, up the, taking the top a swig of the loaf. Of bread. And, yeah. <laughs> and just like pulling out this. Uh, that must have been a fat bit of bread. Bean, yeah. No, it was a proper loaf. Wow. Yeah. Like a tiger loaf. <laughs> nice. The best kind. Uh, and then you've got breakfast there as well. You do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. See, it's something yeah, to soak, soak it up soak as well. Up, yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. The perfect crime. Um, maybe get the sheriffs on them. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sheriffs. They beat Real Madrid. What a story. I love it. I love yeah. it. Like what? last night with like the best player in the world in Messi scoring his first goal for PSG and that not necessarily being like the headline yeah. is just amazing. Um, obviously, debutants in the in the Champions League, Sheriff, and they're beating, what is it, 13 time holders? Have they won it 13 times? They I've have. lost mm, bloody yeah. count how many times Real Madrid have won it. But it's absolutely ridiculous. And they did it in some style as well. Their two goals were excellent, but the one for the winner to score it in, what, the 89th, 90th minute. And it's such a good hit, Jim. Yeah. This is just like, for me, you just can't top stories like that. Absolutely pure, isn't it? And he hit it with the leg, I believe, on which he has a tattoo of himself dreaming about the Champions League. Like a real tattoo. We were looking at this earlier, weren't we? We, we can't believe it. He's actually got a tattoo, Jim, on his calf of him looking up, dreaming of the Champions League trophy. And then here he is scoring and beating Real Madrid. I think that's the only it's way weird. that it's not the weirdest thing in the world to have a tattoo of yourself. <laughs> it's like, okay, because it's actually come mad. true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, I guess it's the back of his head. But still, like, just what what a moment. It's, I, I'm not entirely sure that we're not all just background characters in his dream, because yeah. that's just... It's just unreal. This does feel like the start of some mad, probably Amazon Prime. They're, they're quite good at these weird kind of shows. Mm -hmm. But where he starts to think, right, if I just get myself tattooed with something, then it will become true. Yeah. He's got and he just doing go it. Yeah. And he just goes mad. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I mean, just just to kind of explain really that 
how different in size these clubs are. Sheriff have got 7,000 followers on Twitter. I think, Vish, you've even got more than that, haven't you? I do, yeah. <laughs> you say that I should give Real Madrid a game. <laughs> You're good on your own. <laughs> um, their market value is $13.6 million. Real Madrid are worth 67 times yeah. more and... Jesus have got millions of followers on all their social media platforms. Yeah. It's just and they are they're founded by two former KGB officers, aren't they? Um, and are also um, Sheriff is like a big company in Moldova that, that yeah. Yeah, owns supermarkets and phone companies and stuff like that. So it really is just a lovely underdog story. <laughs> no way weird at all. Well, that's the thing. They've, how many years have they won the league? And it's and it's you know they they've been always like falling at the qualifying stages. Mm. So they lost to Dundalk this yeah. time last year. Yeah. It's funny what happens if you truly, truly believe and you have a shitload of money. <laughs> or if you give a sword as a pre-match gift. Do you think Real Madrid just shit themselves and I think thought, so. you know what, sod that. It's a like, scary sword yeah, as a, well. A, like it looked really it's a like... a sword. Absolutely, like kind of Game of Thrones fantasy style thing. Well, it's, also, it's, it's one of those swords, uh, and don't tell me how I know this. Don't ask me how I know this even. Um, but it's one of those swords that's designed for when you stick it in to cause more damage when you pull it out. Oh, Right, like a little oh, hooky thing. I've yeah. seen that in movies. Yeah. There is like some, <laughs> there is some big energy to giving your opponent a weapon as a gift. Like it, it's so confident. It's, it's like when a bully offers you like a fight, and they like, yeah, you can have a free hit first. You can yes. hit me first. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to. <laughs> also, I like the idea that they've got they've got all this weaponry, and they're picking like who, who to give what to who. <laughs> but right, um, I suppose yeah, yeah. We can we should give them that little mallet, can we? Because we'll probably beat them. Real Madrid stick the sword on Real Madrid, yeah. Yeah, get that baz- get that bazooka ready. Is the bazooka back from the blacksmiths? Make it as ornate <laughs> as possible. It's just quite incredible. What a story! Amazing. I mean, and they've, amazing. they've won their first two games in the group as well. Yeah. They've got a really good chance of actually getting through to the knockouts. Be great when they beat PSG in the final, wouldn't Imagine. they? <laughs> <laughs> but you're on a catapult to hand over to, <laughs> to them. The one thing I, you know, like it is obviously on paper, it's it's quite a romantic story, and and you lose a bit of the romance when you when you look, you look you look under the bonnet of uh, of Sheriff. But I did enjoy the fact that their players celebrated. Sorry, if you heard that in the background, that was a cat. Was that your stomach? Is there a cat purring in here? I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but if it did, I'm so sorry. It almost sounded like a little remote control helicopter had come in through the door. Jim just looked at me horrified, like, what the fuck was that? I genuinely didn't know what it was. I was looking to you as if to go, did you hear that? Oh no, it was it was you. <laughs> I've had breakfast and everything. God knows what's wrong with me. Is that your turmeric shot repeating on you? <laughs> I don't have, I don't like the turmeric ones. Vitamin <laughs> D or um, the ginger ones. They're the ones I like. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Turmeric's yeah. a bit spicy for me. <laughs> a bit much. Makes me go all northern. <laughs> a little bit of spice. Well, it sounded, it sounded like whatever you had was too spicy for you there. To be fair. <laughs> I had a point to make, but I'm Go totally on, lost in it. No. no, but I was just saying that, like, obviously it's romantic on paper, and it's less romantic when you look under the bonnet of Sheriff. Um, but the way those players reacted and the coaching staff reacted added like a, a degree yeah. of authenticity oh, to it. Massively, mm. I mean, the goalkeeper as well saving and saving a shot with his face at one point as well. They were so so committed <laughs> to it, and like, they, yeah, I mean, you know, it's you you can't take that away from. From, from the scenario as well. Yeah. It, was, it was so much fun. Benzema as well. I, I believe he overtook Raul, didn't he, for Champions yes, League goals, which is, right. you know, 
ultimately irrelevant in in, in this in the scheme of things after the result. But um, because he was there while while Ronaldo was breaking every record you can imagine, like it's kind of gone on the under the radar how yeah. much of an all time great Benzema is too. Yeah, absolutely. Scoring from the penalty spot. Um, by the way, in terms of Group D, Sheriff are top. Uh, Real Madrid are second, Inter Milan are third, and Shakhtar Donetsk are bottom. Um, it's just uh, madness. How's that going to turn out? Who knows? Um, the other group that I think is really interesting is Liverpool's group because um, last night Atletico Madrid came from behind to beat Milan um, in stoppage time as well. And of course, it was the shithousery himself, Luis Suarez, who had to be scoring that winning goal as well. Um, it was a penalty. He tapped it down the middle. Um, Griezmann scored his first goal since coming back as well. Sumptuous volley from him. Um, yeah, it was just an, another really interesting result because it means that. That group now, Group B, Liverpool are top because they've won both of their games. Atletico Madrid are second, Porto third, and Milan are bottom with no mm. points. So this could be fascinating how this all turns out. I mean, Milan could be completely out or they could go into the Europa League. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. They started They started very well, obviously. Rafael Leal scored well, they could a, still get through. Lovely goal. Could a sharp goal. And he, I don't think he was offside, but he's, he had a brilliant overhead kick as well. But um, obviously, Frank Kessie getting sent off was a big deal. Mm. Just reminded me as well, obviously, that... Man City were pretty lucky yesterday that De Bruyne stayed on. True, yeah, that yeah. was true actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know we forgot to mention it at the start, but like yeah, it just reminded me of like that was obviously would have changed the complexion of the game, but well, because it certainly changed the complexion of this one. Yeah, mm, definitely. Um, more Champions League to look forward to tonight as well. In fact, I'm about to um, after I go to the toilet when I leave, <laughs> <laughs> go straight up to Old Trafford. Can you let us know when you do? <laughs> or we can clear everyone out. <laughs> um, for the Man United game against Villa Real, a repeat of last year's Europa League final, of course. Uh, Vish, how are you feeling about the game tonight? Man United really need a win, not just in terms of the Champions League, but just to get back on track a bit. It's all gone a little bit downhill. Yeah, it feels like... Uh, so, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, yesterday in the press conference for this game was saying how it's not a must-win game, it is a very important game. And I feel like he was talking a lot about himself there rather than mm. Manchester United as a whole because the conversation's just turning a bit. And obviously that's been... I suppose fueled by how well you know Chelsea started the season. Even little things like Arsenal's win on Sunday and the man of the United you know, mm. obviously lost to Aston Villa. Yeah, it, it does seem like there's there is a lot of pressure on him. There's also you know question marks about um, not so much question marks, but obviously Jaden Sancho hasn't had the, the greatest of starts. Um, and United have some issues at the back as well. With uh, Harry Maguire's out for a few weeks, Luke Shaw might only be fit enough for the bench, so it's going to be a bit of a line change. At the back, anyway. So, yeah, no, it's incredibly important. Yeah, I'm sorry, Wan Bissaka obviously being suspended as well because of the red card when um, United lost in uh, the first game against Young Boys. So, yeah, there's there's weirdly a lot of stake this early in the Champions League. The Champions League used to be um, it used to be a place where United could flex a bit, could relax a bit, could you know play through their squad. And now it feels like we're already in that territory where. They're not necessarily must-win games, but they're certainly games where Solskjaer has to put out a quite a strong team. The pressure's on, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You get that when you've got Ronaldo back at the club. And by the way, while I'm up in Manchester, I'm going to go hunting for the Ren the new Ronaldo mural. Yes. Um, which fans are saying looks a bit like Pat Butcher. It does look like it's... It's the teeth. Yeah. He's got the Pat Butcher teeth. And yeah. It, it almost looks like he's wearing makeup, doesn't it? I it think, does look is, like he's wearing I mean, he probably does wear makeup. Yeah, and, and yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Although if he wants to be a bit more Pat Butcher, he needs bigger earrings than that. Maybe he can borrow Neymar's. 
house. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim, what do you think about um, Man United this season? Do you think it's? Um, do you think they'll get things back together, or do you think this is just a bit of a, a, a little bit of a slump? To be honest, I mean, obviously they finished second last season, didn't they? And I remember thinking at the time that. It, on paper, that looks great. Obviously, to sack Solskjaer then would have been nuts. The transfer window they've had has been been exceptional as well. Obviously, we're yet to see if if you know Ronaldo's goals come at a cost that ultimately aren't worth it. Um, but I I remember thinking that it seemed more likely they would f- fall down rather than go up and like take that next step to win the league. And I think that seems to be what's playing out. And I think mm. so much of it is is them not addressing the, the hole that they have in their midfield. They're being linked with Calvin Phillips, which if they, if they could get him, that'd be a great step towards mm-hmm. that. But I just think it's coming back to the, the sense that is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer the guy for the job? I mean, I feel like he'll, they'll probably win tonight because he's very good at like getting a win when the pressure starts to be on. But because the pressure starts to, to come on so much, they, they drop points, they have bad results, and it ultimately means that they fall short. And to be honest... It just, it just looks like the same pattern again. Yeah. Exactly the same pattern again. It doesn't look like they're really progressing, despite mm. the fact that I think they've consistently improved their squads. But I, I don't. I just don't see them winning something, and that has to be what the benchmark is for them at this point. And for, and for him, because he's been there a while now. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Chelsea also are in Italy tonight. They've got Juventus. Uh, they were without quite a few key players, though. Um, Kante has COVID, so we wish him well. Hopefully he'll be back fairly soon. Uh, Reese James is out. Pulisic is out. Mason Mount. few injuries in the team. Um, but of course, you've got the return of Jorginho and others going back to Italy for the first time since the Euros win. So, Nice for Why them. are you bringing that up again? I'm oh, sorry, I know. Oh, is that, look how the world has changed. Jim was just feeling sorry about Manchester United. <laughs> then you bring up the Euros as well. All right, yeah. shall we go? Shall we leave it there? <laughs> we will leave it there because um, we've uh, rabbited on for 40-odd minutes. Um, that's all from us today. Uh, you're back tomorrow, Bish, aren't you, to talk about tonight's matches? I am indeed. Um, Andy's going to be back along with jet-lagged Kate. Um, and <laughs> don't forget, if you want more Ramble action as well, there's loads of bonus content over on our Patreon. You can listen to exclusive weekly episodes of Ramble On and the teams of our lives where Marcus and Andy discussed the glory years of Serie A in the 90s this week um, as well as ad-free episodes of every Ramble show as well so subscribe now patreon.com forward slash football ramble for as little as five dollars a month Jim Vish pleasure to have your company enjoy the rest of match week two in the Champions (laughs) League and thanks to you guys for listening to the Football Ramble part of the Acast Creator Network Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 